Welcome to It's the Muppet Show podcast. I'm Heather. I'm Jason. Today we're watching season one, episode eight, with our very special guest star, Paul Williams. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's we're... originally aired in October 25th, 1976 in New York. Absolutely. We are deep in Muppet territory right Absolutely. now. Even just with the guest star. Uh, yeah. What do you got? I mean, where do you start with Paul Williams? Um, I'm going to go bold and say the Muppets would not be the Muppets without Paul Williams. Whoa. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't have the Rainbow Connection. Holy you wouldn't smokes. have uh, most of the um, soundtrack and songs for the Muppet Christmas Carol, which when we were watching it, yeah. I, I mean, I obviously it's the best Christmas movie. Uh, and... Wow. Uh, but those songs are just so good like the lyrics are so amazing to be you know tying in the Muppet story and the Muppet characters to this you know old time Charles Dickens novel and have it all just seem like it's an original story and it just it's so perfect right yeah I mean uh, we I'll just finish up he did uh Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas as well, oh, yeah. which yep. is also fan, a, fa- a fantastic uh, Christmas movie. Maybe right. better. The, I don't Some think it's better. It, better uh, no. I don't think it's better. But I mean, it is still really good. It wasn't a classic for oh, me because the River I Bottom didn't Nightmare see it. Band. The River Bottom Nightmare Band is amazing. Okay, so he did he did that. He did as you mentioned the uh, music for the Muppet movie, the original one. He also played the piano player at the yep. El Slizo Cafe. Showtime at the El Slizo. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is a Muppet. He is like... Right. He might as well... He, he's just as much of a Muppet as John Denver is, in my mind. Mm, that would be an alt... That's a great fight. Like, which human... <laughs> Muppet human, fight. human Muppet fight. Oh, man. We may Don't have worry, to, it ends I'm in an explosion. Put a, I'm going to put a pin in that. Yeah. Um, uh, but outside his work with the, uh, the Muppets, which was huge, uh, he wrote so many hits that we know. Mm-hmm. Um... He worked with Three Dog Night doing uh, Old Fashioned Love Song. Spoiler, it's in this episode. Yep. Um, uh, also the song Out in the Country by Three Dog Night. Uh, he did a song for Helen uh, Reddy or Reedy. Uh, he worked with David Bowie. Uh, he did We've Only Just Begun for the Carpenters and Rainy, Day. Rainy Days and Monday. Uh, he, uh, he was actually nominated uh, for an Oscar for Rainbow Connection, as you mentioned he did, which, of course, he did. Um, Let's see, what else? I mean, because we could just go on and on here. I mean, his Um, his soundtrack credits are huge. I was just getting there. He's responsible for this whole genre of sound that we... Right. Including, not just... He wasn't on the love boat. He wrote the the gosh darn theme for it. Oh yeah, I like the quote. Did you see the quote about I could cure cancer, but I'm still gonna be known as the guy who wrote the Love Boat theme? Hey man, that <laughs> is a that's a good, you know. It's a, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll try to quickly wrap up here. He did have some outside the Muppet movie. He he had a few acting roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, most notably for me, growing up, he was Little Enos Burdett in uh, what I will say is the Superior Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, he was in Smoking the Bandit 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, he was in uh, a Brian De Palma uh, movie as well. Uh, oh, geez. 
he is also the head of ASCAP, <laughs> which is oh, the uh, really? American Songwriting Society. I and did not know that. the president chairman of it. Jeez. Um, yeah, and he also very publicly, you know, went through um, addiction problems and now, and then went on to recover and then be this, um, you know, guiding light to get people out of trouble. Nice, nice. Um, before we fired up, this uh, episode of The Muppet Show was uh, nominated uh, for an Emmy. Outstanding writing in a comedy variety and or music series. <laughs> I say it every time. I love the opening. Yep. If I could choose a theater to be in probably right, right now, it would be this one. Any live event I could go to right now it would, oh, be, would a be a Muppet. performance. <laughs> a Muppet. Muppet performance? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd forget about that. <clears throat> Your beloved burgundy suits and yep. on these guys. Mm -hmm. We got Fozzie, of course, delivering a classic Fozzie one-liner. Got his ears waggling. It's a joke about New York. <clears throat> to introduce to you, Mr. Paul Williams. Look at Paul. He's being yeah, he Muppet knows. mobbed, classic style. He's a proud, he's a proud man in mm. his Muppet mom. He is. He knows, he knows he's in his home. He's a member of the family, right off the bat. And we got the, uh, we've seen the Gonzo Reverberation episode in the uh, Rita Moreno episode. Yep. It's a classic. Yep, yep. And we got Kermit, Kermit talking about Paul. Yep, yeah, yeah, he's not going to make any jokes about Paul's size. Uh... But he also adds that he's a cute little fellow. So he kind of, <laughs> Except uh, for he is going to talk about his size. Yeah, it's the first thing he does, actually. So, five I mean, two, by the way. Paul okay, I mean, that's two. not super short. It's an inch shorter than me. Right, right. Oh, that's a good scale to use. <laughs> <laughs> How I'm many roughly Paul Williams? the size of Paul Williams. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, look at I'm doing it now. <laughs> okay, so the opening number, we have... Uh, Two Muppet creatures, I'm not exactly sure what they are, a mop-headed uh, mop one and a dopey-eyed one here. And they're doing the song All of Me. Uh, and they're doing sort of the body horror, pulling parts off of each other and handing them off. Um, so All of Me is a, kind of pretty much a, a standard, uh, originally recorded in 1931 by Bell Baker. Um, it's been re recorded multiple uh, times by Frank Sinatra, uh, who probably has like the best version out there mm -hmm. that I've heard. Um, but it's been covered by, you know, multiple artists because it, you know, as I mentioned, it, it became a standard. What do you think of this uh, set? It's bas a pretty basic set. I mean, it's just like, like a little, picture frame know, sort deco, of fleur de lis yeah. picture frame. And these are, like, they do these gags with these Muppets that were kind of mix and match. The ones that they would just throw together for, like, they have the body, they have the, like, a bin of eyes and bin of noses. And they right. would just piece them together for what they needed for a particular uh, skit. Right. They're almost whatnots, but these seem fancier because they're doing, mm, like, almost mm -hmm. the blackout sort of, uh, you know, uh, puppetry. Where yep. it's, it look, it's not chroma keyed but it almost kind of looks like it right yep 
That's great. And of course, what are they going to blow? Are they going to blow each other up or is he going Good in a chance. box? He's no, they're going box. in a box. I thought that was one of those plunger things. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. They explode. <laughs> but that's a beautiful, that was a that beautiful frame. That frame really beautiful. Yeah, it too. was. So we got a backstage bit here. Uh, Fozzie is having trouble preparing his act this week and uh, Scooter suggests to Fozzie uh, that he does a telephone bit. Um, telling Fozzie it's an absolute classic. I like that really Fozzie did. just appears to like mail order his jokes. Yeah, he always <laughs> has someone working on the outside. Yeah. I, I paid for this. I paid for this joke. Right, right. A bit about the War of eighteen twelve. Jeez, I mean these jokes are just duds. He says, "Why don't you do the old telephone bit?" Oh yeah, it's the best. Yep, it's a classic. The curtain opens. The audience is there. Scooter's uh, relying less on his uh, My Uncle Owns the Theater passive-aggressive tendencies. Yeah, I'm glad he's backed off that a little bit. Yeah. It was being pretty heavy-handed with that. Uh, Kermit does the cute, cute idea. Classic Kermit shutdown. So here we go. We have Kermit introducing Paul Williams. Uh, this One is of the most talented number. people in our business is what he says, and it's totally true. Wow, wow. And what do we have here? He's doing... Oh, it's this awesome, like, loft... Room with the rain. Yep. Yep. Uh, they show the outside of like a, a classic looking radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Paul sitting here in a beautiful like denim shirt with a oh, like red t shirt underneath. And yeah, it's a, it's a nice classic little, look for him. Yep. In the 70s looking loft. And he's singing an old fashioned love song, uh, which most people will, will know from. Uh, the Three Dog Night version. Um, but like so many other things, Paul Williams actually wrote this song. Of course he did. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have our first Paul Williams Muppet. Yep. He's now being joined by uh, a Muppet of himself singing harmony. In three-part harmony. No, <laughs> no doubt. Not yet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> That's the joke. Right, right. I like that he's laughing because he knows, like he's like he's kind of cracking himself up. <laughs> mm. So this song hit number seven in uh, 1971, and basically just be- from ever on became a uh, classic rock sort of staple. And here now he is There's joined the- by the third, well the second, <laughs> the third Paul Williams, moment, <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> including himself. <laughs> But the second uh, Muppet, uh, Paul Williams, is joined in. Now he's playing a little ukulele. Oh, the jug band shows up. Yeah, the Gogolala Jubilee Jug Band has shown up. Uh, that's always nice to see them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and some of the the one of the Muppet uh, hillbilly guys, the uh, showed up. Well, this is great. This doesn't. I mean, like I re- I definitely remember this one uh, mm-hmm. from growing up. You remember this one? Oh yeah, absolutely. And again, it's like we were—I think we were saying last episode. This is another one of those songs. It's just a perfect Muppet chorus. I mean, this Muppet chorus is a little different than last time. Yeah. A little bit more humanoid, but um, true. <laughs> they are. But it is that super feel good, and then everybody goes back into the record or into the radio. Oh my god! Brilliant. Like that's. And he's not sure if he imagined the whole thing because he's high as shit. <laughs> Pretty much grade. That is pretty much grade A uh, Muppetry right there. As far 
as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Lab. First uh, time we get to see Muppet Labs. This is the first time with Bunsen Honeydew. This is, yeah. This is our first look. I always love Bunsen Honeydew. I yeah. love the, the science Muppets. Look at that set. I it's mean, fantastic. St- that's making Star Trek uh, jealous right there mm-hmm. with the blinking lights. Um, so, of course, he's going to set kind of a precedent here, showing off his latest uh, invention, which happens to be an all-purpose tenderizer, and it can make anything softer. What was that? A plate. Oh, my God. It looks like a taco or a burrito. Yeah. Tortilla. He says a tortilla. He says it's lovely. He's going to try to do... You can do the same with utensils. A little shake, a little shakeroo, and this ladle is as limp as a... As limp as a, a sad flower. Jeez, if we haven't had an ED um, sponsor, that'd be that would have been a perfect segue right there. Mm-hmm. But we don't have. And then they tenderize the table, which is actually a really cool effect. <laughs> oh yeah, making like a rubbery sort of effect to the table. It's awesome. Cutting to uh, Statler and Waldorf. Oh good, it's the UK spot with Rob. This is not the UK spot. <laughs> But it is uh, Rolf, and he's doing a poem this time. Existential nothingness. Yep, yep. And this time it's a poem uh, titled Silence. And I couldn't find the source of uh, this poem. Down the winding velvet corridor of diamond sweeps and sweeps. Oh. Then George comes along Oh, that's the gag. Okay. Oh my god, look at George giving him the evil eye there. Wow, I loved it. Yeah. And sweeps and sweeps and the sound of creatures... And some bird shows up. Crying in the night, and cry we must, for we have tasted the forbidden fruit. <laughs> and Piggy shows up. So basically, the bit of silence the po- that the poem is uh, titled is, is being broken by all this stuff causing a commotion. Yeah. There is zero silence. Oh, and now Zoot and Janice show up. Perfect. Just what you need. You can really see the frustration starting to uh, kick in as uh, Wanda shows up in the background screeching her operatic notes. We got Scooter. We got the whole thing. He's got a walkie-talkie. The endless emptiness of the emptiness drumming in our ears. Rolf continues. But he's he's getting no... Um, yeah. Might okay, as well just and, cart Animal in. Yeah, might as well just bring Animal in on the drum set. And he finally breaks. Telling people just get just get out of here. Oh, he is frazzled. Again, beautiful set though. Mm-hmm. Love it. But in the end, all is silent. <laughs> when he's finally left alone. When all he finally freaks still. out on everybody. Oh, and yo, Kermit comes in and says, Can you keep it down? We're trying to do a show. Final straw. Yep. Now we're back. Boom. What do we have here? Gonna go with denim jumpsuit? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, we got Paul in a in a beautiful denim again denim it's a outfit. Nice dark denim, yeah. Yep. Despite all of his denim, he's not Canadian. Right. <laughs> it is a jumpsuit. I told you. Yep. We got uh, Sweetums coming Dude, in. I would wear that. <laughs> Sweetums and two other two other very tall uh, Muppets. I forget the blue guy's name. Mm-mm. And one of the. Uh, the dance, the dancing Muppets come in. Yeah, the mutation, sorry, one of the mutations come in, and the other gentleman is uh, 
uh, Thog, the big blue guy. Yeah. So backstage, we have uh, Fozzie uh, practicing to be a telephone pole. <laughs> uh, Hilda's watching on. Uh, said no one believe, would believe that he's a telephone pole. Uh, she then changes her, her mind when a lineman actually pulls by. He was singing Wichita Lineman at the time, which is one of the best songs. Yeah, Glenn Campbell track. So good. Wichita Lineman. And look at where at the dance. George and Mildred have really been leading the way at the dance. Do they? They uh, always they do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's their thing. George uh, can't believe Mildred had a boy uh, at that age, but she didn't. And when she had him, he was just a baby. That's very confusing. Um, a pig tries to do some. Uh, Rhyming while dancing with Miss Piggy, uh, but she she cuts down his uh, his freestyling pretty fast. Mm -hmm. uh, Janice is annoyed that no, she can't even get a look from from a single one at the dance, and we got the loud lady again with her dance partner. Uh, Does she, he ever say anything? I don't think so. I think I, he's I, quiet. Yeah, how could he say anything? That's the joke. She's so loud, and uh, she she's complaining that she can never. Uh, she can never keep a job. And uh, Animal's just abusing his dancer. <laughs> Ripping an upbeat tune. So this is the UK spot. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. And we so have the, I'm in love with a big blue frog. Right. It's Mary Louise, who is a uh, the whimsical-looking blonde-haired uh, Muppet. She got a little crown of flowers this time, and she's singing with a chorus of frogs, including is that Robin in the in the uh, looks very much like Robin in the bottom right hand corner. I think I think we got Robin here. Yeah, do you, I don't know anything about uh, this song. I'm in love with a a big blue frog. Do you? Mm -mm. It seems to be the pretty much Peter, the Peter uh, Paul and Mary. Really? It's, yeah, Peter Paul and Mary, 1976. The album is or album 1700. Uh, I don't understand why this is even a song. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, the, the Muppets do always love their kind of um, novelty hits. Sure. I just, I can't imagine. I don't know why Peter, Paul, and Mary created the song. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back at the uh, talk spot. We got Kermit talking... Uh, with Paul. This time the subject is famous short people saying uh, us little guys have got to stick together. They mentioned Napoleon, Truman Capote. Who he played, who uh, Napoleon played. Oh. And I didn't realize Truman Capote was short. No, he's wearing this at the time. Perfect. And now everyone can look up to Paul because he's taken off into the air. <laughs> All right. We got Fozzie backstage again pretending to be nice. a telephone pole, and this time a woodpecker starts uh, attacking him like he is indeed a telephone pole. I'd like to go on record to say that's a cardinal head on a weird pink body. <laughs> <laughs> Not indeed a woodpecker. All right, we have a sketch here where uh, Paul is playing a travel agent. And the uh, customer who comes in, uh, who is the Beautiful Day Monster, uh, wants to go to Pittsburgh. And he keeps wanting to know if he, if he has any uh, 
cheaper ways to get there. You could st send him standing rune only on a broken down bus for like 75 bucks. <laughs> I like work that. something out for you, pal. And then, what did he hit him with? An anvil? Yeah, I don't yeah, know why 5, that's... a 5,000 uh... pound anvil. Always flattening them out, I Ooh. think. To make it easier for him to ship. And they flatten out the beautiful day monster. <laughs> he was a big blue... Big blue guy. On to the talking houses sketch. This time, the uh, punchline... Uh, one of the talking houses reveals that... She's a very re religious mother. She's in fact a church. Wayne and Wanda. Wayne and Wanda up here. Doing one of their better bits, actually. Um, we have Wayne sawing Wanda in half as he sings You Do Something to Me, which is a Cole Porter song. Muppet Newsflash. Arnold Stockman, a retired shoe salesman, recently something, something, something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Arnold Stockman, who was played by Paul Williams, with an unusual story. So this, this is like a really <laughs> long, it's a long Muppet news flash. The interview is just basically a nonsensical story about a telephone. Yeah, just a really pointless. The phone rang, nobody was there, so I went back to watching television. It's yeah. the darndest thing. Jeez, great interview. Mm-hmm. It's probably why he doesn't do too many interviews after that. Just stuck to the one-liners. All right, we got backstage. We're backstage, and uh, the continuing through line, the telephone pole, uh, and Fozzie's telling Scooter uh, that he that he's not going to do the tel the telephone pole bit. And uh, we got two freckles looking on like vultures, basically like impending doom because they're going to die on stage. <laughs> and then. They go to actually perform the telephone pull bit. Yep, yep. But he's actually, he doesn't look like a telephone pole. He no, looks like, like an pay actual payphone, yeah. yeah. And this is why Fozzie works alone normally. Mm -hmm. You can tell. But Statler and Waldorf, they love it. Uh, because you know why? Because it was really, it was a very short bit. True. It was one of Fozzie's shorter ones. And now we got Rolf and Paul Williams. Rolf's doing a... Literally a sad song. Literally a sad song. Yeah. I love that for him. Yeah. Because the title of this song is Sad Song. You know who wrote Sad Song? I'm going to guess Paul Williams. He did. He did write Sad Song. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he wrote this uh, one with the help of uh, Kenny Asher, who was... Um, Another composer for uh, with the Muppet for the Muppet movie. Um, originally, "Sad Song" was on uh, Paul Williams' studio album "Little Bit of Love." It was released in 1974. Everybody's coming in for a good sing along. Yeah. That's animals being very respectful. He really is. <laughs> Very reserved for Animal. Mm-hmm. Another fantastic Muppet chorus at the end, you're right. Mm. John Williams actually uh, had a song 
uh, on that that same album, Little Bit of Love, I was just talking about. <laughs> Two powerful Williams in one spot. Jeez. Oh, there's the uh, the uh, shaman guy. I do like him. Yeah. Most of it. No, not the whole Electric Mayhem. Good amount of them. Floyd and... Zoot. Zoot and Janice is oh yeah, Janice is. Oh, I miss Janice. So you're just there. missing Doctor Teeth. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, Wanda and George. Yeah, everyone's enjoying it. There's <laughs> <laughs> every puppeteer grab your favorite character and go for this sad song. <laughs> just quiet moments alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is what a sad song will do to you. Let those tears and sweet memories go. Jeez. Ooh. And we'll start to get a little bit more fired up in the back there, though. Right at the end. Oh, and wow. Just close the, close the piano. That's like a... Close the piano lid. Very final. Move. Yep, yep. And that brings us to the end. Wow. Yeah, Paul, thanks, Kermit. Uh, the biggest Muppets and, possible uh, show. Sweetums come back. He said he loved it, except for the parts he hated. That's a good bit. Mm-hmm. It's a solid, solid joke. Classic Muppet mobbing, except for, like you said, maybe a little bit taller choices there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bigger choices. Wow, what another great, great, great episode. Absolutely. Wow. Yep. Do you know who, who we have next? Charles Aznavour? I can't Asnavor. say this. Yeah, Aznavour. Charles, Charles Ragnarok? Charles <laughs> Aznavour. He's a, he's a French singer. I don't, I don't do French very well. Well, we're going to find out more about it next time. Fantastic. Which is going to be absolutely fantastic. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Yeah, until then. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, for more, it's the Muppet Show podcast. You can check everything out. At it's the Muppet Show podcast.com. You can also listen and watch clips or listen to whole episodes with us on YouTube at slash it's the Muppet Show podcast. Where you can you can like and subscribe. Oh yeah, you can like and subscribe. Uh, what else? You can hear us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Anchor, Spotify. Spotify, yep. Everywhere. Everywhere. Tell your friends if you want. Uh, what do you do there? You follow us, right? Yep. Like and subscribe. Follow. Perfect. I think that's it. Nice. See you next time. Yay. <laughs>